Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Our friends at Bud Light bring you this portion of the program. Bud Light, a, uh, well, they've been with us a long time. The official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Don't forget, uh, later tonight, about 7.30-ish, brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. we got some Facebook Live coming up uh, from the wagon wheel this evening. So if you want to participate in that, go follow us at facebook.com slash Show, And you can participate in that. We're going to have some fun times tonight. We always do. And it's just kind of a free-for-all. It's, it's not only sports questions, it's anything. So we'll get into that coming up later, later on tonight. And it's all brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light. Uh, the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, Matt LaFleur, just met with the media. Some good news, some uh, injury updates. And it's good to hear that some guys may be returning to the field sooner rather than later. This is the uh, Q&A between the media and Matt LaFleur just moments ago. There you go, Matt LaFleur, his presser. Some good news today when you talk about injuries and such and guys starting to come back. So uh, it's nice to hear that uh, they're going to start getting some guys back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, beyond the borders. If you're looking to shed some weight as well, they can help you out there. Don't forget, do what I did and just give them a call. It's 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. And they can help you out. All you have to do is give them a buzz. But they can't help you if you don't call. It's one number for all their locations. Again, 414 414- Four five five four four five one, and they really do help you out. So uh, give them a shout. Uh, up next, our friend, friend of the show. We're going to talk with Stacy Dales of the NFL Network. Next to the Bill Michael Show, Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Glad you're back with us. We always appreciate you being here. 
And uh, thanks to some of our fine sponsors who always help us out. Uh, and hopefully the Packers are there, but our Super Bowl coverage is here. Epoxy flooring done right. Sean and the gang, they do so many good things all over the state of Wisconsin and beyond the borders as well. From Green Bay to Racine, everything in between. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. If you're looking for a new floor for a home, uh, a business, showroom, or industrial, they can do it all. Also, say hi to Joette and the great staff out in Waukesha. Nice Ash Cigar Bar. Great place. Was there last week just to stop in and say hello. They had some nice music in there. and. They do all their social distancing there as well, but it's a tremendous place and very unique to itself. So if you're looking for a good place to go, nice-ass cigar bar out there in downtown Waukesha. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Stacy Dales, the NFL Network, friend of the show, joining us for a couple of minutes. Stacy, how you been? I'm, hey, week to week, Bill. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. You know what? If you get quarantined, you got your great dogs to hang out with. I see your pictures all the time. Yeah, they're pretty obsessed with me, especially in the quarantine, but uh, <laughs> all has happened, so like I said, we're week to week. <laughs> yeah, um, so I, I want to start out talking about your opinion about the Packers thus far. When the Packers started off 4-0, they were considered the best team in the league, they were a Super Bowl favorite, they get beat up by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then redeem themselves last week. Where do you stand right now on the Packers? Well, I think they're the best team in the NFC North right now, and the Bears have to prove themselves offensively. Um I think they're one of the best teams in the NFC. Uh, you know, there's been injuries, of course. And then I look at the, the record. I, you know, any win in the NFL, in my estimation, Bill, is important. It's hard to do, uh, especially in a pandemic. I mean, come on. But, you know, wins against a, an ailing Minnesota team to kick off that 4-0 record. Uh, Detroit, New Orleans is a good team. They're getting better. But then Atlanta before the bye. So I think the Bucks really tested them. And, and now you've got Minnesota again coming up after Houston last week. So, um, I, I like the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are playing at the highest level at their positions, respectively, in the league right now. And Devontae Adams is continuing to prove why he should be in the conversation as the best receiver in the National Football League. So, um, you know, but let's let's see. Let's get healthy with that secondary and, and clean up a little bit of the pass defense. Yeah, that's uh, that, once the secondary gets healthy, Kevin King comes back. Uh, Kirksey apparently back at practice. Uh, you've also got Alan Lazard, who's practicing now, so maybe they get him back sooner rather than later. They get back to full strength. It certainly seems like some of the holes, or at least the depth, is not uh, not a scarcity. Now I want to look. You had mentioned Chicago. Chicago's offense is just book. I don't even know how else to put it. Their defense is, is for real, but their offense is just uh, painful at times to watch. So what, where are, are the Bears in all of this? Yeah, and none of us can wait until week 12, right, when they, they'll see right? the Packers see each other the first time. Um, goodness, I was just on a Zoom call with, with Matt Nagy, their coach, and, and Nick Foles uh, as I'm covering the Saints game this week in Chicago. And you know, Foles is continuing to implore patience because they have never called plays together. They've known each other over the years, but they've never had that dynamic as not just the head coach, but the play caller with the quarterback. And, you know, you have a quarterback in Nick Foles who joins the team in an offseason that is as precarious, Bill, as you understand it to be and we understand it to be. He moves here from the South with his wife and newborn, and now he's in a quarterback competition with, with Mitch Trubisky, who wins it. So it's not like, hey, flip the switch on and, and let's go guns blazing, right? It's it's going to take time, and that's what they're sticking to. That's the mantra. Monday Night Football was ugly. They know it was ugly. And, you know, hopefully they can give this Bears defense a, a breath because the Bears have actually given up a chunk of big plays. They've been the best defense in the red area this year. They keep you out of the end zone, but they are gassed. 
um, when you can keep the chains going uh, as the opposition. And, you know, as well as I do, Aaron Rodgers can do that. So we'll see, you know, how they evolve until we see them in week 12. You would mentioned some of the best teams in the NFC. Uh, obviously, the Buccaneers are in that conversation. Russell Wilson and uh, the Seahawks are in that conversation. Some of these teams starting to hedge their bets with trades, trying to bring in guys, trying to catch lightning in a bottle. The Packers sitting back right now. We know they were in the, the conversation for Ertz before he got hurt. Now Will Fuller is a possibility. Uh, do you feel with a, you know with everything that we've seen out of Aaron Rodgers, this offense and such, that it's time to kind of go for it, try to push a few more chips to the middle of the table while this NFC is so even keel near the near the top? I don't know. I'm not Brian Gutekunst, Bill. Uh, you know, I don't profess to know, you know, what it's like to be in their minds. Would I like to see just like an extraordinary playmaker on every team? Yeah. So I, am I thrilled about Antonio Brown going to, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Uh, very conflicted because of who he's been as a person. You know, I believe everybody should get, you know, second, even third chances, fourth chances. But some of the behavior previously has been suspect to the point, how do you support that? Um but my point being, the Buccaneers added a playmaker that Tom Brady wanted. And so I, if I had Aaron Rodgers on my roster, the way that he's playing, he's smashing his own numbers. I mean, he's back to the 2011, what, 2014 MVP caliber. Mm-hmm. He and Russell, like I said, playing the best uh, at their positions in the league right now. I mean, I would, I would say, Aaron, what, what do you think? Is there anything that interests you? <laughs> right. I mean, it's, so we have all these conversations about, well, now that they brought in Jordan Love, is he going to be there? They didn't draft a receiver. I, I think he and Devontae Adams are playing with such a residing chip on their shoulders. Um, and now people are saying he's not going to end up a Green Bay Packer. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is a sensation. I, I, personally, if I were on that staff and I were in personnel, I would just I would go to him and say, anything interests you on this list right here? Um, we've got good teams. You'd mentioned the NFC. The West is fantastic with the Seattle Seahawks at five and one, the Cardinals and the Rams at both five and two, and San Francisco now above at four and three. That's going to be the next real tough test for the Packers on the docket. At least we assume so. So Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about that NFC West, because I really believe Seattle, I, I love Arizona. I just don't know if they're ready to take over the command of the division. I know the Rams have been there, done that only a year removed, but San Francisco is a year or really just an off season removed from being in a Super Bowl. Are they ready to kind of climb back near the top? And, and if the Packers go on the road and get a win out there, is that then that signature win that we're looking for as Packers fans? I think that division's really tough. Might be the best in the NFC. Um, I like the Rams because of the, what they do defensively, as we just saw on Monday Night Football against the Bears. The Seahawks give up chunks of yardage. I mean, you're, you're going into a game if I'm playing Russell Wilson and it's going to be a shootout. I mean, the, what he's doing offensively is extraordinary. Um, Arizona's continuing to improve. And then, like you said, Bill, San Francisco's at the bottom of the docket there. That division continues to fascinate me. It goes down to the wire every year through 17 weeks and 16 games. And as you know, the Packers have, have uh, struggled a little bit as they've headed west. So for me, it will be a big win. If they can go to San Francisco in week nine after they get through the Vikings, which could be a, you know, a, what do, how do I call this at home? A, a blood fest of sorts. I mean, it, it, right. that, that's a team that's just trying to improve and keep their head above water. And, you know, so once the Packers get through that game, I will be fascinated to watch that San Francisco game and see how they fare, not only just traveling, but against, 
you know, a team that got the better of them twice last year. Uh, before I let you go, the team that nobody talks about, the only undefeated team in the league is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben is back and comfortable. It seems like Mike Tomlin just figures out a way to rally these guys every year. Uh, yeah. Tell me about the Steelers because I don't get a chance to see them nearly enough, and I find them completely fascinating at this point. I think I'm with you. I, I like the blue-collar element of every single thing that they do. I think that Ben Roethlisberger is healthy for the first time fully in a long time. He's got great freedom uh, within, you know, what they want to do. They're they're going to try to run the football. They're going to they're going to take what the defense gives. Their offensive line is outstanding. Um, James Conner Connor is what he is at the running back position. Uh, you know, I, I think their defense, though, you've got to have both in this league. And if you don't, you get exposed. And when you have a player like T.J. Watt in the in the middle who affects so much of what they do. I mean, if you look at his numbers, the way he affects every level of the defense and what an offense has to decide to do, I mean, he's outstanding. And, of course, you've got, you know, a, a fantastic secondary with Micah Fitzpatrick and then Cam Hayward up front. This is a really complete Bills football team. And and so they have been impressive. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have their eye on them until they get tested. But, that, you know, that division's tough as well. Yeah, that them Baltimore, Kansas City, obviously uh, Tennessee. I want to see how they're going to fare. But that's uh, the AFC is as powerful as as I can remember in a long time, short of the black and blue division of the AFC North. So, Stacy, it's always great to talk to you. Stay safe uh, down there in Chicago. Love seeing the dog run around when you're trying to do live shots. So uh, you know my heart's with the animals. So we'll, we'll talk again soon. Okay. My pleasure. Always awesome to join you, Bill. Talk to you later. There you go. That is Stacy Dales. Love having her on. The NFL Network, a wealth of knowledge, always good. Traveling around all the time. Been with the NFL Network for years and years. You can find her on Twitter, at Stacy Dales. A good follow there as well. She was doing a, a live shot the other day. They were going uh, on the Zoom calls, and uh, she was doing a live shot. And uh, all of a sudden, <laughs> she had to stop because her dog just ran behind her. And I don't know what he was doing, but he was just – going crazy just like it was i gotta go out something you know and so she literally had to say i, I gotta stop you're gonna have to go to something else i gotta i gotta take care of the dog so as uh, stacy dales the nfl network reporter joining us a couple of minutes on the schneider orange hotline schneider hiring drivers right now you work hard they treat you fair 85 years plus they've been doing it if you're looking for a new career a career a job at this point call them 844 pride or go to schneiderjobs.com that's 844 pride or go to schneiderjob.com what's for dinner what's for dinner are you thinking about something tonight that's good maybe just easy how about beef stroganoff pork chops stuffing potatoes gravy how about that turkey same thing potatoes gravy chicken alfredo okay Fettuccine Alfredo, you're good to go. Uh, look, quick trip, they've got you covered. Believe it or not, they have take-home meals. They prepare them fresh in their kitchen, package them up, stick them in the stores, and they're there that day, ready to heat and eat. All you got to do is go pick them up. Use your Quick Rewards card. You can get all kinds of goodies back on the Quick Rewards card as well. But Quick Trip, when you say, what's for dinner tonight? Quick Trip, they have got you covered. Uh, Steve Palazzolo, Senior Analyst for Pro Football Focus, you're going to hear his thoughts on the Green Bay Packers, on the wide receiving core, on Aaron Rodgers, all of that analytically coming up next in the Bill Michael Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
Coming up tonight, about 7, 7.30-ish. Make sure you're paying attention to it if you want to be uh, a participant. Tonight, you're going to be doing some Facebook Live. We've been doing this uh, once a week, twice a week, actually, for the last couple of weeks. Uh, we always do it right before we do the huddle on Thursdays. But tonight, uh, going to do kind of a Q&A. Uh, open to anything. So uh, all you got to do is find us at Facebook.com, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. And uh, just like us there. If you like us, go and like the page. Then when the Facebook Live stuff pops up, it'll pop up on your feed. And uh, and we love it. Uh, we love the interaction. I love the interaction. So if you got emails or such, I'll try to print some out tonight, talk about them a little bit. And if you got questions, uh, pretty much anything goes, you know. Um, so we'll, we'll try to do some stuff tonight live coming up tonight. It's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. Uh, unquestionably good, by the way. Cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, and strawberry flavors. They got them all. Go to BudLight.com. That's BudLight.com. I am in the transition, by the way, at the Wagon Wheel, uh, which is where we do this because we can't actually go into bars. But uh, when I, I had, when I bought the house, one of the things I wanted was a bar. It, it looks like a bar, not like a, a house bar. Um, so, and got that. So I'm in the transition. I'm getting rid of the foosball table. So that's going out today. But uh, bringing in some other things uh, coming up tonight, and uh, you know, we'll give you a look around a little bit, I guess. A little, if you got some voyeurism in you, then maybe that's maybe that's another reason to watch. Who knows? Uh, Steve Palazzolo, uh, he is with Pro Football Focus. He is the senior, by the way, analyst of Pro Football Focus. You can find him on Twitter at pff underscore Steve. And I, I guess the first question really is, how good are these Green Bay Packers? Well, I mean, yeah, they've been aided a little bit by the schedule, but I've been impressed. You know, I think, you know, we spent all offseason, you know, myself included, with you talking about no no weapons for Aaron Rodgers and how they built the team and all that stuff. But I think they've offset that a little bit by stylistically, you know, scheming it up a lot better than they did last year and using motion and all these different ways that they've been trying to win around the edges and essentially extracting that elite play back out of Aaron Rodgers again outside of the one game. So, um, I've been impressed with how they've, you know, what they've, how they've worked the roster, how they've used uh, players offensively, scheming them open. And of course, you have games like Devontae dominating, which also helps as well. Um, so offensively, they're better than expected. Defensively, I think they're like every other team in the NFL. There's like three good defenses, and the rest are, you know, week to week. Who the heck knows? So I think that's uh, a fair assessment. They've got an offense that can compete and a defense that you just know, don't know what you're going to get on a weekly basis. Devontae Adams, you'd mentioned him. We were talking about this earlier today. What does he have to do to be considered one of the best, if not the best, wideout in football? Now, I think DeAndre Hopkins is absolutely tremendous, and I think there's another level of wide receiver after that. I think Devontae kind of falls into that category. Where would you put him right now when you talk about some of the better receivers in the league? I mean, the way he's playing, he's right near the, near, right there near the top. He's actually second in our overall grades. Um, but right behind Justin Jefferson from the Vikings, the rookie who's been just spectacular, but on you know a bit of a smaller sample size. But I think Devontae's right up there near the top. You know, the, I think the most important thing for for a receiver is getting open. You know, and you see his releases at the line of scrimmage, his shiftiness in and out of routes, his knowledge uh, of how to get open and setting up defenders. I mean, that's that's what you want, right? That's what a quarterback wants. He doesn't want to have to throw contested passes all the time. He likes open receivers, so. Uh, Adams does that as well as anybody, so I think he is right up there in that uh, in that top three conversation. Especially as Julio Jones maybe drops off a little bit, battles some injuries. Uh, you know, Devontae's right up there near the top. Uh, Jamal Williams this past weekend uh, got the start. Aaron Jones was unable to play because of a calf injury. 
Uh, give us the thoughts on on Jamal Williams because we keep talking. Every time these two guys touch the ball, they seem to make themselves money coming up on contract situations. So give us the thoughts on, on Jamal Williams. I don't know if he's going to be a number one guy in many organizations, but he's certainly bolstering his case for being the two and a really good one-two punch. Yeah, I, I like the way Williams has run the ball this year. I think he's looked a little, you know, crisp, a little bit quicker in general. Uh, they've done some things with him in the past game that I, you know, wasn't really expecting. So I've been impressed so far. You know, he's got, uh, you know, the 17 catches, but it, you know, I've been impressed with again how how he's been used and, and what he's been able to do as far as you know making people miss this year compared to other years. So yeah, he's a good, he's a solid player and. You know, the running back markets are never that strong because teams don't want to invest in them. But I think Williams is certainly aiding his case with, you know, the way he's played this year. The rest of the, we'll say the weapons that Aaron Rodgers has, Robert Tunyon, you got Mercedes Lewis, Jay Sternberger, the tight end position, Malik Taylor, and, and you go through this whole list of guys that he's had to throw to. One of the guys that's, I guess, we're kind of, we've always been waiting to emerge is Marquez Valdez-Scantling. But talk about, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers and the way he's using the guys, the weapons, if you will, around him. I don't know if I'd say they have the best set of weapons or, or grouping of weapons for Aaron Rodgers, but it certainly seems like they're deep, right? Yeah, I mean, I think when you talk about weapons in the NFL, it's as much about skill sets as anything. So you have a Devontae who can do it all, and he's a you know a true number one, like I said, gets open. But when you have a Valdez-Scantling who has that speed and the ability to get behind the defense, you just you use him in that role. You know, if you tried to make him a high-volume Devontae Adams type of receiver, it's probably not going to work out well. He doesn't have the hands for it. doesn't have the route running for it. But, you know, they've used him, you know, to create those big plays. He should have even more big plays if he, you know, didn't you know, he dropped what should have been, what, a 60-yarder or something week one, has four drops on the season. But I think they're using – Valdez Scantling in, in, in a good way to try to create those chunk plays. Alan Lazard, when he's healthy, is out there, you know, kind of in that vertical role as well. They use Robert Tunyon well in the middle of the field. So I, I just think they've deployed guys who maybe don't have the name value, but deployed them in a way that, you know, plays to their skill sets. And I think that's a big part of why the Packers offense has had so much success. Uh, we're talking with Steve Palazzolo from uh, Pro Football Focus, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. The rest of the division, uh, the Bears uh, obviously did not have a good game uh, offensively against the Rams the other night. Uh, some people look at them as kind of a you know paper tiger at this point. I don't know what to make uh, of their offense. I continually look at it and figure that sometimes I just can't question, or I can question the play calling as to how they run things. But where is this Bears team, in your opinion, right now? I think their record's a little bit of fool's gold. I mean, they are, they had a ridiculous comeback against the Lions in week one, a ridiculous comeback against the Falcons. You know, they, they snuck by the Bucks on Thursday night football in a weird game. You know, I don't, I, I, the fact that they lost the other night the way they did uh, against the Rams, I thought was kind of, you know, expected at some point that they were just going to fall back down to earth. I still think that they will. Um, the thing that the Bears do, you know, they play tough defense that they'll, they'll, that'll keep you in games, but I think Nick Foles, is just so inconsistent week to week, and he hasn't had those high peaks. You know, when you when you sign a Nick Foles, it's with hopes that you have those peaks that he's had during his career, including the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl back in 2017. And he hasn't had those. He's just been, you know, a bottom tier starter, much like Mitchell Trubisky has been. So I think the Bears are limited going forward. They'll just be one of those tough teams that stay close and kind of hope that Nick Foles can put together, you know, string together some of those high end games that he's capable of. 
Packers have the Vikings coming in this weekend. What about the Vikings? This is a team that many people thought was going to be vying for the top spot in the division, and it just it, it has been. They've had obviously injuries and such, and some guys like Danell Hunter out for the season. They've traded some guys away, but where is this Vikings team right now? Kirk Cousins not having a good year either. Yeah, I think with the Vikings, it's they were in a weird spot where they were half rebuilding, but also bringing back a veteran like Cousins. Uh, with some decent talent offensively to uh, you know to compete, so um, ultimately the defense has let them down because they've got they're relying so much on youth and uh, the Denell Hunter injury, as you mentioned, they can't rush the passer well at all. They've got nobody getting after the quarterback. They just traded Yannick Ngakwe, the only guy that could actually get after the quarterback with some level of efficiency. So um, you know I think that's part of the the big issue is they they were a, they were so veteran heavy just a couple of years ago, top end defense. They've slowly been depleted on that side of the ball. And then offensively, I think the offense will make them much more competitive for the rest of the season. I think Cousins will be good enough. And you've got, as I mentioned, Justin Jefferson's playing some great football. Adam Thielen, they're just too good offensively as far as the skill position players to not give some teams some trouble. So I think they'll play better than their record has looked to this point. But it's really this youth movement on defense that just hasn't caught on yet. And, you know, has, you know that's why they're giving up so many points. It's, it's been rough on that side of the ball. Uh, before I let you go, the the Lions have climbed back to three and three. Do we start to look over that fence and believe that they're maybe they're maybe just maybe they're starting to turn the corner a little bit? I think they'll make a run. I mean, if you're going to complain about the Packers schedule, you have to do the same with the Lions. And I think everybody in the division, you know, they're going to play a similar schedule that's on the easier side. But the Lions are going to creep back into it, I think, because of their schedule, because they're going to just beat up on a Jacksonville team and you know stuck by the Falcons last week. So. Um, the Lions are equipped, again, offensively, when Stafford's playing solid football, and he has the last couple weeks, and you get a Kenny Galladay playing at a high level, you have the playmakers on that side of the ball to put points on the board, so I think that's huge. And their defense is coming around a little bit. They're not playing as much man coverage as they did. Uh, they've mixed it up a little bit. They're scheming things up. They're playing much better up front. So uh, I think the Lions are moving in the right direction. I don't know that they're going to challenge the Packers or anything for the for the division, but I think the Lions are going to make a little bit of a run for a playoff spot here in the second half of the season. So there you go, Steve Palazzolo. He is the senior analyst and, uh, well, the best guy to go to when you start talking about uh, the possibility of statistically looking at how good the Green Bay Packers are. Great to talk to him. Uh, a little bit earlier today, he joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. We're going to talk a little bit about tomorrow. We're going to start wrapping things up when we come back. we got a good one uh, tomorrow, but uh, I, a couple of things I want to remind you of, a couple of things I want to update you on, and we'll give you tomorrow's topic as well so you can start thinking about this a little bit. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Hopefully uh, you're enjoying your day. Now, a couple of things uh, we wanted to bring up. There is some news. Adam Schefter talking about this. The seating capacity at Raymond James Stadium down in Tampa, 65,618. And they could probably squeeze in more when you put in temporary seating for the Super Bowl. So they're estimating now, 
that they will open up Florida and they will have fans for Super Bowl. Uh, it could be 13,000, it could be 15,000 or more, uh, but but that's it uh, as of right now. Uh, on another note to, to the limited seating, uh, you expect a Super Bowl of Week 18 is added to this regular season. The off week would be eliminated and Super Bowl will stay on February 7th. So if they have to add a week because of COVID and such, then it's not going to move the Super Bowl. Then the Super Bowl just will have a week between the time the last game is played, the NFC Championship game and the AFC Championship game, and then the next week they'll go right into Super Bowl. But they are forging forward, and there will be fans now at Raymond James Stadium for Super Bowl. So uh, I just gotten a note uh, yesterday from a friend of mine who works uh, with the NFL, and he had said, look, uh, you know, it's going to be different. But they're doing everything they can to try to forge forward if, indeed, uh, COVID testing and such allows. So uh, I don't know what Radio Row is going to look like. I don't know what the, the game itself is going to look like. It'll be different. But we are uh, – they're forging forward to try to get this try to get this thing done. So uh, we've talked about it that my, myself and Mike Clemens, we go every year, and we don't know what our coverage is going to be. We don't know if it's going to just be me and Mike sitting on the beach or we're going to bring you – players and former players and zooms or what we don't know but we'll be there as as we've been doing this now for quite some time and uh, we'll do the best to, to bring you the best and like i said mike should be there as well and and uh you know our super bowl coverage whatever it looks like uh is is brought to you by some really great people and uh don't forget about uh, our friends at milwaukee brewing part of our group from uh budweiser they're great, and they've got a lot of good things downtown 9th Street in Milwaukee. Also, uh, Lyle and the whole gang at JNL Tire with us last year. They came on board, and they're just great people. And I, if you're looking for tires or brakes or if you're out there driving a rig around and you need some trailer work, they do it better than anybody right out there in Johnson Creek, right off of the exit of 94. But they got two locations in the Watertown area as well. That's J&L Tire, J&L Tire. And uh, they're great people. So uh, you found out today that Alan Lazard's practicing. You got Christian Kirksey practicing. Still waiting on Bakhtiari. Still waiting on Aaron Jones. Have to wait and see. Uh, but the NFL also told the Packers, "You're good to go. No, no problems with COVID." Uh, even though there is a player on the Texans that have tested that has tested positive. The other breaking news of the day regarding COVID: the Wisconsin Badgers have shut it down. Uh, their head coach Paul Christ has tested positive, among others. There will not be a game this Saturday against Nebraska, and it will not be rescheduled. Coming up tomorrow, do the Vikings scare you at all? We'll talk about that. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. It's a fantasy football Thursday with Kate Majuk. Phil Mackey from Score North is going to be here tomorrow as well. And Pete Butek, our college football insider, he's going to be here. So we got an action-packed show again tomorrow. It, today was a go one, man. It, today flew past. These are the kind of shows. These are great. Love these things. Love it. Good stuff. All right. Time for us to get out of here. Don't forget, if you're going to pay attention to the local station out of Milwaukee, Charles Woodson, coming up in about 15 minutes, go to radio.com and find 1250 AM, uh, the fan. Time for us to go. Have a going. See you. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.